All right, everyone, welcome back. So we completed the aspects of halacha uh, regarding uh, netilas yadayim, washing hands. And uh, so I figured the next place to go is a little bit about benching. Um, there is a specific additional paragraph that we know that we add to benching on Shabbos known as Ritzay. So let's talk a little bit about where it is added. And then more, more importantly, well, what happens if a person realizes that they made a mistake and they forgot to add Ritzay? What do you do with benching? Do I have to repeat all the benching? Do I just throw it in? What, what happens and where is it? And that's, of course, going to be dependent on where exactly it is that you realize that you forgot it. What I did, given that we're going to be talking about benching, I want to just share a screen um, did that work? Do you have that in front of you? No. Hold on a second. There we go. Okay, do you have that in the benching in front of you? Yeah. Okay, so here is benching. Benching is comprised of four brachos, three of which are derived as Torah brachos, meaning the Torah itself doesn't specifically say this text or this bracha, but is derived as an understanding. Min HaTorah, we have a requirement to make this bracha, and then one that was added additionally from the Rabbana. The first bracha, which we are familiar with, Hazan Es HaOlam, that you sustain the entire world and provide for us, which of course ends at the end of the first paragraph, Baruch HaTashem Hazan that's bracha number one. Number two is the bracha of thanks for the land of Eretz Yisrael. We derive from the Psukim that whenever we thank Hashem for the food that we have, we also additionally thank him for the land, and this is irrespective of if we're actually in the land or not in the land, a Jew is always thankful for the land of Eretz Yisrael, and that's the bracha of Nodelecha, we give you thanks, al shehin avoseinu, that you gave to our ancestors, Eretz Chemda Tova Urchava, this beautiful land, precious and good and spacious, and you took us out of Mitzrayim to give us this land. If it is Hanukkah or Purim coming up in three weeks, Hanukkah, we would add in the midst of this bracha of thanks for the land of Eretz Yisrael, a bracha of thanks for the miracles of Hanukkah and Purim. And then Vial HaKol, even though in all of the benchers it's printed as if it's like a new paragraph, it's actually the back half of the second bracha. On all of these things that we just mentioned, Anachnu Modim Lach, we thank you, we bless you, and we conclude, conclude with the Pasach, V'yachalta V'savotu V'erachtu, you'll eat, you'll be satiated, you'll thank Hashem for the wonderful land. Baruch Hashem Al Amazon. That's the second bracha. The third bracha, which is relevant to us for our discussion today, also has a little break in the middle, and it begins with Rachem Hashem Elokeinu Yisrael Amecha. This is a bracha of supplication in which we make requests. We say, "Please, Rachem, have mercy on us." and on Yerushalayim, and on Eretz Yisrael, and on Malchus Beis David, uh, for all of these wonderful uh, things that you've given us, and we ask Hashem, do not make us dependent on Basar Vadam, we only want to be dependent on you, that we should not be ashamed, we should not be disgraced, everything comes from you, and then the bracha concludes, even though, again, this is after the paragraphs of Ritzei or Yalaviyavu, Vinei Yerushalayim, but this is really, the Vinei Yerushalayim is the last line of the third bracha. The third bracha, which began with Rachem, and then it concludes with, meaning, have mercy on us, on, on Yerushalayim, on Eretz Yisrael, on Malchus Beis David, the kingship of David, on, on all of Eretz Yisrael, and don't make us uh, be dependent on anyone. And then we conclude, Vinei Yerushalayim, Yer HaKodesh, Bimheiru May it be that you rebuild Yerushalayim speedily in our day. Baruch atah Hashem, boneh v'rachamav Yerushalayim, amen. We, we bless Hashem as he who is boneh, who builds with mercy, 
Yerushalayim uh, Amen. And the reason why we say Amen to our own bracha, which is also unique, that we should say Amen to the own bracha, usually we say Amen to somebody else's bracha. Why are we saying Amen here to our bracha? Because this signifies the end of the three brachos. The three brachos that are Torah brachos ends here. The fourth bracha, which begins... Uh, here, that's the fourth bracha. That was a rabbinic bracha that was enacted. So to distinguish between the three that are Torah brachas and the fourth one, that's a rabbinic bracha. We say amen to our own bracha and that becomes that distinction point. In this third bracha, which we went through, is where we add, you see on the top of your screen, Ritzay, may it please you, uh, and we add this in for Shabbos. Why is this added here in the third bracha? So the Mishnah Brewer explains the reason why this is added in the third bracha is because the second bracha was a bracha of thanks. The third bracha is a bracha of bakasha, of supplication. And therefore, this paragraph of Ritzei is also filled with supplications. It's filled with requests. And therefore, it's added to the third bracha, which is a bracha of requests. Let's just go through the additional paragraph quickly together. Ritzei v'hachalitzeinu Hashem alokeinu b'mitzvosecha. May it please you and may you strengthen us, uh, or, or strengthen us through your mitzvos and the mitzvah of the seventh day, this great and wonderful Shabbos, which is a holy Shabbos before you, Lishbosbo, that we should refrain from work, Vilanuach Bo, we should rest on this day, Biahava, with love, Kemitzvas Ritzonach, exactly the way that you have commanded us. And then we ask, Uvirtzoncha, may it be your goodwill. Hashem Elokeinu, Shalot Tehei Tzara, we should not have any distress, Viagon, and no sadness, Uve'anacha, nor should there be any sorrow, Be'yom Menuchasenu, on the day of your rest, we shouldn't have any of those problems. Hareinu Hashem Elokeinu B'nechamas, Tzion Iracha, and show us, let us see the consolation of your city of Tzion, Uve'vinyan Yushalayim, and the rebuilding of Yushalayim, because you indeed are the Baal HaYeshuot, the master of all deliverance, Ubal Anechamot, and the master of all consolation. And therefore, this bracha fits into the third bracha, which is that bracha of Rachem Hashem Elokeinu Yisrael Amecha, that you should have mercy and let us receive the building. So it's a supplication, this, this uh, a supplication of Ritzay, that we should have rest, we shouldn't have pain, we shouldn't have sorrow, we should see the rebuilding of Yushalayim, and therefore it's added into the third bracha. Now, the question, that, of course, that we started with is, okay, a person made a mistake and they neglected to add Ritzay in benching. What is the halacha in such a circumstance? So, like many areas of halacha, there are a couple of major principles that work and then a lot of detail and the detail is super confusing so what we're going to try to do is first go through the main principles which are not confusing the main principles are clear and and uh, pretty consistent and then when we get the clear and consistent principles down we'll be able to dive down a little bit into some of the details which are a little bit confusing the halach is as follows. Ritzay was added by the sages on Shabbos, and it was added to a degree that whenever you're obligated to bench, you must say Ritzay. To the degree, therefore, that if you neglected to say Ritzay, if you forgot to add it in, you're going to have to repeat benching. That's the significance, the level of significance of Ritzay, that if you don't say it, you have to bench. Now let's break that down, because that statement alone has a couple of qualifications. Qualification number one is, what does it mean that I forgot to say it. How deep into benching do I need to be where I'm considered as if I've forgotten it? For our purposes right now, as we're just dealing with the big principle, you totally forgot. Let's just assume you went through the entire benching 
And then you realize, I forgot to say Ritzay. Or even the Mishabura adds, if you're not even sure, you're like, I don't, I don't remember. Did I say it? Did I not say it? The assumption is you didn't say it because since we bench all the time during the week and we only add Ritzay on Shabbos. So if you didn't say, if you don't remember saying it, most likely you ran right through it and didn't say it like you normally would. And therefore, if you didn't say it, you know for sure you didn't say it or you're pretty doubtful, you have no idea. The assumption is you did not say it and therefore you would have the obligation to repeat benching Again, that's point number one, that the additional paragraph of Ritzay is significant enough that it would require a repeat of benching if you did not say it. And for our purposes right now, not saying it means let's just assume you completed the entire benching and realized that you forgot to say Ritzay. Important point number two is that we actually have, of course, three meals on Shabbos and not all meals on Shabbos were created equal. What do I mean when I say that not all meals on Shabbos were created equal? I mean to say that even though we have three meals, the sages understood that the first two are meals that require bread. They require washing, making a hamotzi, and then, of course, benching. That's only two of the first two meals, the Friday night meal and Shabbos lunch. So that for those two meals, the first rule that I mentioned would apply, that if you completed your benching and you forgot to add Ritzay, Friday night, Shabbos morning, either one of those two meals, I forgot to say Ritzay, what's the halacha? Back to the beginning, and you have to repeat the entire Shemona Esrei to add Ritzay. That's not true when it comes to Shalashudas. To Dutch Lishit, the third meal is a world unto itself. And the third meal actually has many opinions. How much of a meal do I actually have to have for the third meal? The ideal way to eat Shalashudas is, of course, to wash and have two, two loaves of bread and to, to wash on challah and, and bench. However, there are opinions, which are acceptable opinions in halacha, that for the third meal, you don't actually have to wash. It would be sufficient if you had some mizonos. You had some type of cake or bereka, something that you make a mizonos. A mizonos is already significant enough that that would count as a meal for the third meal. There are other opinions that say, even if you can't actually have mizonos, it's enough just to have a significant meal of meat, or a fish, that's also fine. Even if you didn't have any cracker, you didn't have any cake, you never made mizonos, all you made was a shahakal on your meat or on your fish, that's already significant enough for shalashudas. And a fourth opinion says, you don't even have to do that. You just have to sit down and purposely eat a meal. It could even be fruit. It could even be a little egg salad and tuna fish. The fact that you sat down at the table and you set the table and you had a meal in honor of Shabbos, that also counts as Shalashudas. Now, this is not a discussion of the different opinions of Shalashudas, but it's important to note there are those different opinions on Shalashudas, whether or not it's required. Everybody agrees that not everybody agrees. Since Lahalacha, the way that we take in all of these opinions is ideally you should wash. But since there are other valid opinions that Shalashudas doesn't actually require washing, you can get away with just a piece of cake or some meat or some fish or even just some fruit. Therefore, if you didn't say Ritzay, let's say you did wash for Shalashudas. You wanted to do it in the ideal way and you washed and then you benched and you forgot to say Yalav you forgot to say Ritzay in, in benching Shalashudas. 
So Shalashudas would have a different status. Since anyway, you're not required in halacha to wash for Shalashudas, because I could have just had cake or bread or uh, meat or fish or fruit. So since anyway, I didn't have to wash. If you forgot Ritzay and Shalashudas, we would not tell you to go back and repeat the whole benching like we would for the first two meals. The first two meals, which you do have to have a bread meal. You have to wash. You have to have challah. You have to make hamotzi. Therefore, uh, therefore you would... Uh, repeat, uh, Ritzay, only for the first two meals. Just to type Shalashudas, I see a question came in. Uh, since Shalashudas, anyway, has this whole hierarchy, again, in the ideal form, you would have two challah rolls for Shalashudas, just like you would have two challah rolls for everything else. If you didn't have two, it's still better to wash on one and at least establish the meal over bread than, than to have cake, which is better than having meat, which is better than having just fruit. So there's a hierarchy. If putting it from lowest to highest, uh, fruit, uh, fish or meat, cake, bread, a single roll, and then the ideal would be having two challah, mishnah, and washing on two rolls for shalashudas. But again, since you can get away with other food items for shalashudas, you wouldn't repeat ritzay. If you didn't, if you missed ritzay, you wouldn't repeat the entire shmona esrei at shalashudas the way that you would if you missed ritzay for the first two meals. Now to get back to uh, a little bit of the complicated details of this halacha, and that is what's considered I forgot. How deep into the benching do I need to go until I get to the point in which y- y- you missed it? So here we have a couple of, I'm going to go back to the screen share because it's better to see it inside. I think it'll be easier to uh, to address. Here we have um, a, a two or three different pronged approach as to how we're going to do this. At some points, you will not even have, have been considered as missed it. It's still early enough, so to speak, where you can catch yourself and then just add in Ritzay. The second level is going to be where you're in no man's land. You got too deep into benching where you can't add Ritzay anymore. You can't go back because the third bracha is already sealed. And once that third bracha is sealed, you can't add it. It's too late. But we have an additional way for you to fix the problem by adding a new bracha. And then we have the third approach, which is, sorry, it's too late. You already missed it. So those are the three tiers that you can get into. Tier number one is, no problem, you could still just insert it. Tier number two is, you're in no man's land. The bracha of, of the third bracha is sealed, but since you haven't started the fourth bracha, we're going to add something new for you. Or we have the, the, fourth, the third option is, it's too late, you're just going to have to repeat the entire shmona, uh, the entire benching. Okay, let's go over that and put some concepts to what we just said right now. Here's the third bracha again on your screen in front of you. Rachem Hashem Elokeinu al Yisrael Amacha. This is where the th- uh, third bracha begins. Make that a little bit bigger. There, bigger. There you go. The bracha begins Rachem, and then we add in Ritzay towards the end of that bracha, and then we conclude Uvenei Yerushalayim Yerakodesh B'Meirav Yemenu. Let's say you started that last phrase Uvenei Yerushalayim Yerakodesh B'Meirav Yemenu, and then you get to right. You don't say the bracha yet. You don't say Baruch Atashem Bonever Rachamav Yerushalayim Amen. So if you don't yet start the bracha, so you realize Uvenei Yerushalayim Yerakodesh. Oh, wait a minute! I didn't say Ritzay. So since you're still in the midst of the third bracha, you haven't yet sealed that third bracha by concluding it with a bracha. So at that point, no problem. You would simply, after saying the phrase, you would go back, add in the entire paragraph of Ritzay, and then say again, because you didn't seal it when you actually uh, remembered it. 
When is it considered that you've sealed this bracha? That would be when you say Hashem's name. So as soon as you say Baruch Ata Hashem, now already you started the bracha, now you have to just complete the bracha, and, uh, and then it, it, we will move into the next stage. So as long as you catch yourself before you say Baruch Ata Hashem, as long as you say the word Hashem, then just finish the bracha. If you say Baruch Ata, now you still have not yet sealed this third bracha. You can go back and add uh, Ritzay. Let's say you did seal the third bracha. You said Baruch Ata Hashem, or you even completed the whole bracha. Yushalayim, Amen. Okay, now the third bracha is done. Since the third bracha is done, you can't add in Ritzay anymore because it's too late. It's sealed. You can't, how could you add it into the middle of a bracha when the bracha is already done? So at this point, we have a separate bracha, which is a halacha that unfortunately is not so well known, but it is explicit and is the thing that you're supposed to do at this point. It is printed in, not in the standard NCSY benches if you have those, but in most benches it's, it is printed. It is printed in your art scroll sitter and in your coder and sitter, and it's here in front of you on your screen. If you get to that point, where you conclude the third bracha and have not yet started the fourth bracha, you would add in a two-line bracha instead of Ritzay, and it's here on the top of your page. Make that a little bit bigger. Over here on Shabbos, here they explain on the top if you forgot to say it. You would say, You gave Shabbos for rest, to your nation, is a sign and as a covenant, Baruch Atah Hashem Mekadesh HaShabbos. And then you would add that, and then you'd go on to the fourth bracha. So that again, if, if you are, you catch yourself before sealing the third bracha, before saying the word Hashem, the name of Hashem, then you would just add in Ritzay and then repeat Uvenei Yushalayim. If you did say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Bonever Rachamav Yushalayim, Amen, so now you're in no man's land. I finished the third. I didn't start the fourth. What do I do then? Then you take out your standard art scroll or a standard bencher. You look for where, where is that bracha that I insert if I missed Ritzay. And you simply insert that bracha here at this point. Baruch HaTashem The two-line bracha. And then you continue with your benching. What if you already started, however, the fourth bracha? You already said, Baruch HaTashem a minute, I didn't say Ritzay, you think to yourself. Well, now you're already into the fourth bracha. So not only have you sealed the third, you already are into the fourth. Since you're now already into the fourth, it is too late for you, and you would now have to go back to the very beginning of Shimon Esri. You can't add that bracha. That two-line bracha was only instituted if you catch yourself after sealing the fourth, but not yet starting the fourth. Once you've started the fourth, now it's already considered too late and you'd have to go back to the beginning of benching. There is one more exception, which again, there's so many details, one more exception to that, and that is when you start the fourth, the first six words are actually the same six words as that additional two-line bracha that we add. Baruch HaTashem HaLokeinu Melech HaOlam, until that word HaOlam is actually the same six words as what you're going to say. Here it is on top of your screen again. Baruch HaTashem So the Mishnah Brewer writes that if you catch yourself during those first six words of Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam, and you don't yet say Ha'el Avinu Malke, you just said Elokeinu Melech Olam, 
you're not yet totally started the fourth because technically it's the same words as the additional bracha. Mishnah Brewer writes, you are allowed to then just go right in and add and you'll complete the additional bracha and then you'll add, um, starting again from the beginning, the fourth bracha. If, however, you said the seventh word, you said hakel, now already you've begun the fourth and then at that point we say, too late, you've missed Ritzay, and if it's Friday night or Shabbos morning, you would have to go back to the beginning and start benching from the top. So let me go over that because I know it is complicated and confusing. If you remember that you missed Ritzay and you have not yet finished the third bracha, you said, You didn't say Hashem's name yet? No problem, you haven't sealed the third, just add in Ritzay, and then go back, If you did seal the third bracha by saying, by saying already Hashem's name, or even completing that whole bracha, I didn't yet start the fourth, I'm in between, so now I would say, okay, I'm in between, now is where I add the special bracha, the text is right here, if I started the fourth, then it's already too late, except if I caught myself in those first six words, then I can say, I can now just add in the text of the additional bracha and then go back to the beginning of the fourth and complete it in its appropriate way. But if I said the word hakel, avinu malkeinu, as soon as I say the word hakel, now it's already considered I'm too deep into the fourth. And I would now have to go back to the beginning of benching to add in Ritzay. And then just to review what we said in the beginning, this is all only true for the first two meals of Shabbos for Friday night and Shabbos lunch for Shalashudis. Then already, since you were not required to wash on bread, if you missed Ritzay, we would not tell you to go back under any of these circumstances. Just keep on going because anyway, you don't have the same obligation to say Ritzay uh, as you do on the other two meals. Yantiv. This would also be true for Yalav Yavo, just for those first two meals. We don't, there is no Shalashudas on Yantiv, but if you did miss Yalav Yavo on Yantiv, the same halachas that we just said for Shabbos would apply to those first two halachas of uh, Yantiv as well. Okay, there's some other details to talk about. Mr. Shem will get to them uh, next week. But that is the beginning of a, uh, hopefully a quick review of some of the halachas of saying Ritzei when it comes to Shabbos benching.